Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Saturday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 20th. Andy, how are you doing? Brendan, I'm doing wonderful. I had just uh, I had just quite a day. I, I loved watching the uh, the hometown Canadians go at Michael Block. I just couldn't get enough of it. I uh, I'm a blockhead. I'm I'm in. I, I want I want every movement of Michael Block and they delivered it to me. Hey, we did get the blow by blow, really, from about the, the tiger treat. Pole tiger treatment so. from Michael Block. <laughs> tiger treat. <laughs> well, we get that tomorrow when he's eight, you know, ten shots out. But it's a, we're just I, obligatory Michael Block, like we would Tiger. Listen, you and Joseph were so down on on Block hanging we're not around. Down. I'm just saying Look. that we might be beating the. Beating the horse. Michael Block might win whatever. this thing. Sorry, I, I don't mean to offend <laughs> Preakness just... fans. I know there's been some tragedies at the track today, more more horses. But yes. Um, he, he got yeah, invited to Jim Nance's house, for God's sakes, today. Oh, he got he's getting a lot of perks. He's milking this thing, and, and rightfully so. He should. He's playing his ass off and, and really seems like a gregarious good guy. Uh, speaking of gregarious good guys, we're joined by Shane Bacon. What a, what a segue. Real pro. I that was pretty good. Thought the, that the, was pretty these, good. The, the no laid up guys are professional today. You're a professional for Adam. I don't know about that. Uh, Shane Bacon joins us, friend of the program, contributor to the Friday newsletter. Obviously, you know you know him. He's around. You are at uh, Crow Kill, Joe Kill, So Kill. So Kill, um, so kill today. Yeah, in Rochester this week uh, for CBS, doing some work with them. How's the rock? What's up? How was the scene? I mean, it was it, it was some of the worst weather that I've kind of seen in my days doing this in, in terms of a golf tournament that wasn't canceled. I mean, I kept like I got up this morning because I'm doing uh, featured holes for ESPN. So I got up this morning okay. and I was on in the afternoon and I had the coverage on and about 10. You know, the ESPN guys were like, this isn't going to continue. And uh, it just they just kept getting it to continue. And so. Uh, yeah, it was nasty. I mean, I had an umbrella out. I don't ever carry those around. I even had to take the umbrella when I went and got lunch, um, which oh. is something I don't even think I've ever done in Connecticut in my life. So uh, it was pretty wild. It was it was fun, though. I know you guys are joking about Block. You know, we had him on – our holes are 14, 15, 16 today. And obviously, oh. you know, he birdies 14, then he hits that tee shot on 15. I don't know if the CBS coverage caught it, but they started going oh, yeah. nuts, and he kind of turned around like, is this for me? And – there aren't a lot of moments like when you're calling golf that aren't late on a Sunday where, you know, you get goosebumps yourself. But when he made the birdie on 15, it was like goosebumps central in the booth. I mean, it was pretty wild to to see what the fans were doing for him, um, the crowd reactions and like the way he was kind of handling it. I mean, he was getting emotional, you know, it was, it was all happening. So it was uh, it was a wild kind of a wild 30 minutes with that guy. That was a good stretch to have him. That would, that would mean that was really one of the pops of the day, kind of that that fifteen minute stretch or something with him, and and 
you know, you got Nance, like, trying to make him cry, like, in the middle of a freaking major championship round. Not trying, you know, but he's getting emotional. It's obviously a massive life event. Uh, it was kind of crazy. The walk and talk, you know, making someone cry during it is, is probably not what they envisioned, but it was it was kind of amusing. That was a real key moment of the day. Shane, would you call um, yourself a blockhead? I mean, I yeah. I mean, I'm on the island. I'm, uh, like, I just got on. I did the boat just arrived. Um been hanging out for a bit, uh, you know, just trying to kind of get my bearings. But it's been it's been pretty fun, I think, to be you know involved with all these fans and to see both the American fans that love them and the Canadian fans there are uh, are trying to kind of like get us off the island. So all the all the Canadian fans, the, the dozens of Canadian are there a lot of Canadians fans. there. Are there a lot of I Canadians? Saw one, there? I saw a flag, um, a little guy, like um, probably one you buy in the airport. I saw one of those uh, when Corey was on 15. So, okay. I mean, there's one, there's one at least. Yeah, there were some in, uh, there was like four or five in the, the uh, flag shirts, what? I think, walking around. Michael Block, let's go early. Contender, pretender, Michael Block, <laughs> even par, out with Rory tomorrow. With game within the game, wait, I already wait, wait, tweeted really it. Paired with Rory? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Do you think, do you think Block does Rory? He's giving him a shot. Rory's one under. And Mike... Situation at, at the PGA. Oh, God. Um, Block is even par. Rory's I mean, one under. I mean, Rory's going to be game. hitting at 80 yards past him. Yeah. You, you, can, can I, jokes aside, if you're, if you're thinking about the week that happens for Block, could you imagine two better professionals for him to be paired with on the Seriously. weekend than Justin Rose and Rory? Like, Seriously. friendly guys that are going to root him on. I mean, Rose yeah. gave him a fist pump after the birdie at 14. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I, I mean, what is he's going to shoot even tomorrow? Like that's all he does in this golf course. I say, <laughs> that's I, I true. Think seventy seventy. I'm going contender I, for block. I wonder. I need to get into stats and see if anybody's ever shot the same score all four rounds in a major. I I say this in all serious. He's three shots out of a Masters invite. Three. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I mean, Sean Martin's talking about Masters invites on Twitter. Solly's talking about Ryder Cup invites for Block. Um, I mean, I mean, he might just get that a might make that might make US the teams Open. more equal. You know, if they if they give exemptions to the two club pros, like the they I become, think Solly said he was a, it was a good fit to the course. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Block. I'm gonna go Pretender for the win. Yeah, but I'll yeah. go Contender for our hearts. How's that? <laughs> Okay, that sounds good. Game within the game, Rory versus Block. Andy, who do you like there? I gotta, I, I'm taking Rory. I just there's as much as I want to go Block. <laughs> just that's a bridge too far. I was I was pretty up in arms when you took Rom over him yesterday. I feel vindicated, but it's still we're still not out of the woods yet. Rom is still hanging around there, six back. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's well within striking distance. I mean, the, the block, the, the house of cards could come down quickly for block, and I don't want that. I'm not asking, looking for that. Well, but it's just, it's honestly, honestly, I'm, this is uh, this is just a, a, a person. I love block, but like I could use a little bit less of them on the telecast. <laughs> like, I mean, like maybe like forty, fifty percent uh, less block would be. Very like we lost Scotty Scheffler for like the oh, middle. Oh yeah, he completely. Scotty Scheffler the number, got in the post and <laughs> number two moved Scheffler out of the paint. Yeah, number two player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, he's not playing great, but he was at the time four or five shots out of the lead. 
and we're getting like block walking up a hill every movement of block we're getting and it's like you know what could i get the number two player in the world who has been one of the best major championship players the last three years can we can we get that i i love block i'm i'm not this is not an anti-block thing. It's just a... It doesn't sound like you do. It <laughs> yeah, sound like you it do. sounds like there's an undercurrent. Go look at my Twitter. Yeah, you're on the island, you're off. Undercurrent. I got a point-counterpoint on, on Andy's take here, okay? Okay. If you'll have it. We'll have it. <laughs> it's Saturday at a major, and the number two player in the world is playing like complete garbage, like the plate that lives in the city. And you've got an awesome story going with this thing where the PGA of America is very prideful of their club pros. And this dude isn't the guy. Here's the deal. If he was seven over and he was like, even on the day, I would roll my eyes at it with you, Andy. But the dude is literally in the top 10 at the major championship, which never happens at a PGA championship. I mean, Ben Kern. What was that? Five years ago in St. Louis, Bell Reeve, yeah, it was was kind of it's, like in the top twenty. Scummy he Ben was Cook. hanging around that top. He was hanging oh. around that top twenty, <laughs> top thirty. But this is like you guys are joking about it. But I mean, yeah. in theory, he could shoot. In theory, again, he could shoot sixty five tomorrow and actually win the golf tournament. I mean, if, I, if you were actually, I'm just going to say, the there's no chance for for Block to win the golf tournament. There was there strategy. was no po- there was no point in today when Block had a chance to win the golf tournament, but they they went at him when he had a great time. That was really like that was the that they did catch and him Sheffler at least. So he's like grinding. Yeah. was doing nothing. There's an undercurrent for of Block back- backlash going around. Maybe <laughs> on certain text threads I'm on, I may be a part of it. Maybe in certain circles, <laughs> the media circles, just overexposure. Um, but it's it's an incredible, incredible achievement. Uh, do you think, I mean, Andy, I mean, one more block talk, <laughs> one more block question. Now let's get off 25 minutes of block. Um, Everybody is block wants being block able to talk. Is block being able to kind of chop it, or, not chop, but play well, get, get it around here. Further indication of Oak Hill's sort of, um, I don't know, maybe not the most creative test or, uh, uh, I don't, I don't I don't think so. I think he's like really golfing his ball. Good. Like we are seeing a very, very, very accomplished club pro that is like having the week of his life. Right. I mean, yeah. I will say like maybe blocks getting a little overexposed in front of the mic. Like there's too much mic time because he had a quote today at his press conference. I doubt there is anyone on this property who loves golf more than I do. And I'm just going to say that's impossible to measure and an absurd thing to say. We got Patrick Harrington over there, probably just chopping away in the bunk, you know, just doing it. Yeah, there's plenty of this very like, subjective thing you can throw out. Like, can't be fact. We can't go back to block on 14 again. Like that can't happen tomorrow. I know. Like, Walk and talk. He's done it twice. No more. No more block. Uh, I bet he's up for it if they ask. Um, how about, right, how let's, about let's it coming out that he only gives like three lessons? Oh, you know that. So let's not go questioning. Let's I uh, let's leave that for the text. Uh, your rusty light. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, conditions. Low round of the day was that it was sixty eight. I think until uh, Brooksy came yeah. in. Now, now to people yeah. who can actually win the tournament. It was sixty eight, I think, and then Brooksy came in late with his sixty six. Back to back sixty sixes. 
contender pretender for Brooksy. What? This is this is a, talk about Brooks. Talk about I mean, Brooks. Just go. It was a joke. I guess this is the question, right? It, it, it arrives us at the one of the questions, the big looming questions that we left the Masters with is what's going on with Brooks Kepka in final rounds. And here we are again. He looks, I think like the thing, he looks unbelievable. And what I think is the most unbelievable thing about it, he's hitting the ball forever. It is going so far. Every day on 18, he's had like a wedge in. It's insane. That's a 490-yard hole uphill. And today he's hitting like a like wedge or a nine iron in. And the, the pop is back in the bat. And that's the thing I feel like through the injury he had lost. Like he became an or like an above average driver of the golf ball. He's back to being a great driver of the golf ball. And that's when he's the most dangerous. Although when we watched him at Augusta, Rory was shipping it past him 30 yards. And, and, Sar- and Sargent, I think, was also with them in that practice mm-hmm. round that we watched. He was he was long. He's I, long I think there's not. more pop than in Augusta is what and I'm saying. Augusta. Like the okay. that's the thing that this week I've been just like kind of taken aback by is how far he's hitting. He's the favorite. He's in front. He's playing with Victor Hovland. Uh, kind of an astounding round of 66. Like he got obviously the bonus one at 17, but more importantly, he's like he just like I don't know. He's he's the best at never making bogeys. I mean, you know what I mean. It's not just like the birdies a bonus, but he's the best at he's better at avoiding bogeys than you know almost anyone in the field. He's finished. He went birdie birdie at 17 and 18 last yesterday Friday. Goes birdie you know par today like it's just kind of an incredible way to finish off uh shane is he your favorite is i mean there's like a good leaderboard but he's clearing above yeah i mean I, I think andy said it i mean he's he's 20th in driving distance this week and tied for sixth in driving accuracy i mean he's hitting his driver so good he's leading the field in strokes game total and he kind of got the shaky round out of the way i mean i've been yeah. beating this drum for at about the final rounds from uh, from him for a while, for a couple of years, because it's been pretty bad. But mm-hmm. I feel like he hasn't quite been in this position where, you know, he's in that final pairing and he's the favorite. I mean, he's been chasing or he's been a shot off the lead or a couple shots off the lead. But to be in this position where everybody's looking up at him and he's obviously finding an incredible amount of form. I mean, look at the way he's played play the last 27 holes. I mean, basically, when he made the turn yesterday, he was, he was what, uh, I mean, he's made made five birdies on the back yesterday and shot 31, and then he shoots four under today. So he's eight under his last 27 holes at this golf course. I mean, it's incredible stuff to play Oak Hill the way he's doing it. And Andy, I think you nailed it on Brooks Kepka and what's always been beautiful about his golf game is it, it's very steady, and it's a little bit like what we like to see with Scotty Scheffler and majors is they do such a good job at hitting away from flags. And the one thing at Oak Hill that we've talked about on the coverage this week Oak Hill's like the last place you can play when you're short-sided. You know, when you get cute and try to get aggressive at a flag, you are not going to get the ball up and down. And Kepka is so good at staying disciplined when you don't want to chase a, a really kind of tight flag. And I feel like that's one of his great skills is he can actually stay disciplined through the swing. You know, Rory chases a flag and short-sides himself. Kepka can actually keep it 10 feet left and, uh, and in the meat of the green. So, I mean, I would be – I would be shocked if he doesn't win this tomorrow just with the way he's played the last 27 holes. 
good good player to lead out front too. I know he's he's coughs he's had some shaky Sundays. I think this is a different dynamic. I don't he's a he's not playing with Phil like he was at Kiowa. He's not playing with the number one player in the world and a prior major winner like he was at Augusta when they also had like a round and a half on Sunday uh, to do. He's you know it's just a different scenario for for me. He's obviously much more healthy it seems like than some of those other kind of contentions in, in since 2018. Um, I, yeah, I. I it seems to me it's more akin to like the Beth Page Sunday when he was way out in front, didn't play great, but knows how to kind of close it even when he's sort of clearly the lead dog around him. There's no Phil, there's no John Rahm um, and others like that. So I think it's a different scenario and he's very clearly the favorite. I love Victor. Um, I'm just a little scarred from watching him go around with Rory at the, at the old course in the final group there. He looked like kind of, zonked out from like I, the second hole on so yeah i'm a little scared about that andy go i'll ahead. say that this golf course is uh is perfect for Corey connors and and victor hovland uh guys that have extreme um liabilities in their golf game around the green um when when it's cabbage all around and it becomes kind of like the luck of a lie and you know Everybody hits the that shot the exact same way. It doesn't favor anybody with any sort of technique around the greens because it's just chop it out and you know you open up the face and hit it like a bunker shot. Um, I have to say, like I like Hovland here because when you mitigate, when you take away yeah. his deficiency of of um, around the green, and you basically make everybody the same player around the greens, which this golf course does, and a lot of golf courses that people love that are hard, quote unquote hard, um, that don't actually showcase technique and skill. Um, you know, th- when you m- take that away around the greens, all of a sudden Victor Hovland's like, I don't know if there are, how many players are better than Victor Hovland T to green. So I wouldn't discount Hovland here because like, if you think about where he's disappointed in final rounds, it's at um, the old course and Augusta national. Those two golf courses have loads of short grass around the greens. And, you know, all of a sudden getting up and down for par off short grass when you got shaky technique is really tough when the pressure ramps up. And here he's just going to be hitting that friendly little cabbage chopper, you know, over and over again if he misses any greens. And, and, you know, that's what everybody's doing. A lot of it's just luck. Right. So he was this is um this is a great this this is one of the one of the best opportunities for Victor Hovland. He's in the positive around the green. Uh strokes I'm a very small sample side. I did it did feel anecdotally like when he missed greens on Saturday, he was often in a bunker too, which is sort of a different type of short game, obviously, than the chipping. Um, but yeah, he's in the positive. We'll see. Uh, maybe that that I just there's going to be a time on Sunday where it comes up and, and maybe that one short game area or short, he comes up short or something where it comes up. I'm, I'm still very scarred, not only from the old course, but watching him chip uh, from behind from lawn on six on Augusta on Sunday. I know there probably won't be any kind of chip like that at, at, at Oak Hill uh, to a back pin, you know, where he's chipping down to six. That was, uh, that was the end of his master's contention. Um, so I think I'll face it at some point. I'm just anxious contender pretender for Hovland. I think we're like given the talent skill and where he's on the leaderboard, I think contender, but not real bullish. I think he's going to win. 
Wow. He's, you know, he's, really? picked up, he's picked up over 10 and a half shots on the field with approach to green this week. This iron wow. play is incredible. Wow. Um, I, I, I think, I mean, I think I go contender, but I, I, I'm still leaning towards Brooks. Uh, you know, when, when you, you guys were talking about kind of the leaderboard in these names, and when you look at Brooks, it's like Victor's not a scary guy in this situation yet, right, until he proves it. Obviously, Corey Connors is not. Bryson's an enormous question. <laughs> Come on. That Corey Connors slander. Why do you hate Canadians? Drive by. The Canadians, no, no. But, you know, I mean, you got to go to Scotty yeah. at two under. So so when you think about guys that would be in terms scary chasing him down, you know, he's got a four-shot lead on the first scary guy, does Kepka. So um, I think the point was extremely – I think that's a really smart point about Vic in terms – of chipping around this golf course. And Victor's always been a better bunker player than obviously is in terms of chipping and pitching the golf ball. But I mean, he's playing with Kepka. He's playing in the final group again. He played so poorly with Rory at the St. Andrews that I guess prove it to me before I'm going to believe in it. I, yeah. I just, yeah. there's something about to me too, like the, the beautiful um, maturation beautiful of, boy? of golf. Right. Um, I guess like something that I'm buying about Hovland is just the way golf works and you get into situations, you fail a couple times and then you break through. It's just kind of like the natural arc for most people that, and I, to me that it's what it feels like right here is like he shot 70 today. He didn't, he didn't play great today. Um, Brooks played two spectacular rounds back to back. It's really hard to play three spectacular rounds back to back. Um, that's, that's just, I just have this, uh, you know, obviously I think Kepka should be the favorite. I just feel like Hovland, this could be a Hovland moment. Yeah. If that happens, the narrative or the framing around it would be a, a Kepka kind of kicked it away. Kepka Sunday struggle, regardless of what, I mean, Vic, I guess he could shoot like 65 or something and, and totally, but people will still be like, why can't Brooks keep up on Sunday? That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, that, that's a, Brendan, I wouldn't say it's a bold pick guys in the final group, but I'm, I'm surprised. Brendan, how do you feel about Corey Connors tomorrow? What are you, what are you thinking you're going to get out of him? I mean, he's going to get the Scheffler treatment you talked about where he gets knocked out of the paint, <laughs> moved out of the paint by block, quickly by block <laughs> others. Yes. Block and many, any, any others. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't think. Well, I mean, I don't know. I Is this the kind we talked about Duffner Friday night? And you and is this the kind of place like with Vic Swedges? It's the same thing where Connors weakness is sort of is, is mitigated or blunted. And it's it's hard for him to really tank it off the page, off the leaderboard, you know, the really blow up. I don't know that it'll be a factor, but maybe he won't. Maybe he won't completely remove himself. It wasn't great there at the end. That that bunker shot into so the face. Bad. It's like, oh god, left he me a like, little. It's like one sixty five. I mean, it was like yeah. an eight or a nine iron. He had a. He got so lucky with that. That was one of our holes for app. And he hits it, and it was like six seconds of silence. And Susie Whaley's on the crowd went, "Susie, where'd that go?" And she goes, <laughs> "Everybody's asking the same question." It's like nobody. Knows. It was so bad. That was such a bad golf shot. Um, I, right. um, Contem- I, I'll say Go this ahead. about Connors. Um, I'm I'm so scarred by the President's Cup and what I saw. Yeah. In the oh, Cup. yeah. You know, closing out a match is kind of like trying to probably, I, I imagine trying to win a major and closing out a team match are 
have similar pressure levels and I can't get I can't I've I've seen things that I never wanted to see and I can't get them out uh, out of my mind and that's how why I feel the way I feel about Corey Connors tomorrow. Is he uh, is he like Gen Z Westy? I know he's got a long career. Like Westy did a lot in his career, but for you, you're just like kind of scarred, ball striker to death, and kind of so, incredible talent. So disrespectful to Westy to compare Corey Connors <laughs> to him. That's I true. You're gonna say that. I knew you're gonna true. say that, Andy. Uh, Shane, Corey Connors has won some real PGA Tour events. Shane, you uh, you said what? you said that um, Scotty was the first scary guy behind Brooks. You I. I kind of think Bryson's scary. I, I just I need to see more. I mean, he could be scary tomorrow, but I need to see more. He was not scary today. He made a couple of good birdies late. He got a good break on 14 when that ball kind of sat up in the rough right there in the front of the green. But I just need to see a little bit more. I, I don't trust it right now with Bryson. Could he go out there and do it? Obviously, he could do it. But I, I just – I mean, he has, he has a bit – when's the last time he was in this position? Two years? Two and a half years ago? Like uh, Tory Pines, <laughs> Tory Pines, and we probably and never he, really he saw him again. When he, on the back, right? Hit the turn. He went from tied for the lead to like twenty sixth or something. Yeah, I mean, he played, yeah. and he got did, unlucky. Did he his, super unlucky on the back. Didn't his ball end yeah. up in a, a case of beer? Beer box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer. Well, you know, we'll see. That was one of those I, good shots. <laughs> I think this question can't be resolved. You know, Andy thinks he's scary. Shane kind of needs to see more. It will be resolved when we see what physical form he shows up in <laughs> on Sunday. Because that's clearly the decide- preposterous quote, <laughs> preposterous quote roulette. Michael Block, no one could possibly love golf more than me on this property. Or Bryson talking about his physical form. A, it's, it comes down to ball striking. What did he say? So Amanda asked him about like the, you know, his, it was like a, just a, you know, the different ways he's looked. And he goes, it all comes down to, to ball striking for me, no matter what physical form I take on. Like he's, it's, it, like he's a robot. He's, he's like an ex Transformer, Transformer yeah, just like yeah, his logo yeah. would suggest. Uh, his logo is so bad. Oh, my God. It's hey, so wait, ridiculous. It wasn't a good day for the Hogan cap with the rain and all that, I would imagine, but... Uh, he's just been off that. Did you notice that? He's just no no Hogan cap all week. He's got his own BD logo. The Crushers might be a poverty franchise. Like they're they're just selling off assets. Why don't they have umbrellas or rain gear? Why does he why is he forced to wear unbranded? He's going navy on top of black, which is just a terrible. This is a no no. That's everybody. Every child knows that. So he's got this mix mash uh, mismatch of rain gear. It was zero restriction cow- rain gear though. We should point out. It was, it was, well, you know, he was dry. Zero restriction. Use promo code. I don't know if we have one, but go to zero restriction. I just think, how does Crushers not have branded rain gear? Kind of a bad look for them or or an umbrella. But yes, whatever physical form he takes on, I'm dubious. Uh, I, I, he, I said last night he was most impressive to me, that he came back and didn't completely implode on Friday. I guess more of the same today. He's just got to... He's got to get through the sixth hole. He's a disaster. He's a trailer. That's right what I'm there. saying. I mean, he's right there. He's two doubles, right? Yeah, I mean, and he birdied yeah. it the first day. Birdied. I just think, like, I think that we we get too caught up sometimes about like hot rounds and hot runs, and and in these tournaments, kind of ebb and flow, right? And Bryson had had a tough day today, but like that 66 when. 
I mean, it was the golf course is never harder than it was on Thursday. And he shot 66. Maybe Friday morning for when it got real windy. Um, but like shot 66 on, on Thursday and and when it was just like racing, you know? Contender, pretender. Pretender. I got him as a contender. Okay. Or F. Um, pretender. I just, I don't trust him yet, even though he's kind of proved me wrong. That gets to a separate point, And we've talked about it now with Connors, Hovland, DeChambeau. Like, is it possible to shoot like 76 here? If you're like kind of trying, you're not totally checked out, like say JT or somebody who's out early in the morning. Like, no. it doesn't seem possible to shoot 76 here. I mean, Scotty played terrible and shot 73. To me, that's what, I mean... All the people that love this type of setup, all it does is it limits outcomes. That's all it does is you're just you're shrinking what can actually happen on the golf course because the ball stops rolling all over the place. And then when it's in the rough, everybody's doing the same thing. This is like the this would be like if if the NBA shrunk their court in half, everybody be like, this is boring. You know, like, like everybody's just getting fouled when they go to the rim or missing shots, because that's all that would happen. And this, this is that version of that. There's no, like, it's just the 18 holes of the exact same thing. It, and I, I don't want to be a hater, but like, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. Is like what I, the courses we love, like, what are the two most famous championship courses in golf? Augusta and old course, probably. Yeah, and if you add no. a third, what TPC Sawgrass is the third? Sure, uh, it's up there. It's renowned. I mean, it's recognizable and renowned. All of those whole courses have a wide range of holes. Like some, you have to hit it into narrow spots. Uh, uh, some holes are wide. You know, there are different green shapes. You know, in certain spots, there's better spots to be on one side or this side. This course is the same thing over and over again. And what happens is it's just like, okay, there's only so many outcomes when the, when it's just the same question over and over again. It's a good leaderboard. It's produced a good leaderboard. Like, But there was when, one point today. When's the Corey last major Connors, that didn't produce a good I'm leaderboard? I'm, I'm joking. I know. There was a moment today where Corey Connors hit like a very, very good, very, very good shot. Nice draw. And it like one hopped is like into this just and then sunk down. It was gone. I was like, that was that was a very good drive. It was like on target is like this. Corey Connors doesn't miss big usually. And it was like a very nice draw. And all of a sudden it was gone. I don't know. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a great day, despite the leaderboard and the actors. I don't don't, don't know if that's course. Here's here's the thing I would love to know. And I don't have the stats. Um, I was looking on shot tracker and I would have to look through every individual player to find this. And I did not do that. So I apologize. But I'd love to know what the best player is on on fairways hit percentage. And my guess would be 70%, right? Maybe. Maybe. As good as it gets. So, like, let's just think about, like, that's the first test, right? If you, if you, if it was a really hard test, like, you go in, and and I know there's some crazy hard college tests. Like, it's a hard test. What would you expect the best grade to be? Like, 90? 85%? Like, 
it that's the way you know we should frame this that way like if you go out and you're the best driver of the golf ball in a given week accuracy wise why shouldn't you be able to hit 80 to 90 percent of your fairways the worst player i see strokes gained off the tee of people who made the cut is tom hoagie i think or maybe sawan kim but yeah, losing a couple strokes. Shane, it seemed like you were going to jump in on the course stuff, like you wanted to say something. Well, I, I had a, I just had a question for Andy because um, I know we were like, you know, we we're talking about block off the top, but I mean, he's such a short hitter and he's having a ton of success on this golf course. Is there something to be said about these types of setups where we've been told that you hit driver as far as you can and you just play it out of the rough? Is there something to, if you're not a really long player, just finding <laughs> fairways on these types of designs and, and, you know, then just having more distance in like, I mean, you know, he, he had 254 into 17, he had three wood, but he's in the fairway, right? And he finds the green. In your opinion, Andy, is, is there something to that at all in, in, in this type of championship setup where there's not a real premium in terms of finding fairway that if you were like, a, let's say you're Rory McIlroy and you go, I'm going to go Hoy Lake Tiger and I'm just going to hit three iron off every tee and find every fairway. Is there something to be said that that could be successful in this type of in this type of golf course? I, I would say I think Block's probably in the mix because he's second in fairways hit, right? Like, you know, so I just looked this up. He's hit 64% of his fairways. <laughs> like, that's it's insane. You you driving, driving it great and you hit 64% of your fairways? Like, that's silly. That's just stupid. Like, if you if you are driving it great, you should have, like, that'd be like, hey, like, you know, and I just, like, I don't think that it's a great test when you're just chopping out a rough, right? I don't yeah. think that like when, you know, that means most players are chopping out of the rough half the time. I don't think that's like really fun golf. Um, and it compresses scores because like, it's not, we aren't seeing great shots because a lot of them are just out of the rough. Like, sure. We've had a handful of shots, but like, you know, like I, it, and Aaron Hill's got a lot of crap, right? But man, there were so many memorable shots from that tournament and it's because people were actually allowed to hit memorable shots. Um, I don't know. I'm, this is just not my cup of tea. I, even if it was graduated rough, it would be better. Like, you know, if you miss two yards off the fairway, you're we saw Bryson just blasting it into the crowd because it's trampled down trampled. He's hitting it to the side of the green. Uh, He did it. All the way down the back nine, he was just hitting it to the right side to open up the shot to the pin into the into the trampled down rough. And that's just, you know, like that's the thing that's crazy is like the way you want to approach these greens is all of them when they tuck the pins are in the rough. That's where you want to be. But it's so thick. A lot of times you can't be there. But Bryson's just launching it into the fans like this. is It's a silly, silly setup. Um, all right, let's keep going. I'm sorry. Pretender, pretender. No, Rose, is, or I'm sorry. Uh, JT was seven back last year. I do not think this is sort of an apples to apples comparison. A lot of people are throwing that out there. A, that was kind of a once in a lifetime deal. B, you had Mito kind of falling on his face, Fitz falling on his face. I don't know that Kepka and I don't know, Rose Scheffler. There's a lot of guys ahead of, I guess, Rory's, Rory's five back. Um, we're not going seven back. We're not going to Steven Yeager at one over and Eric Cole at one over. That's not happening here. It doesn't seem like, you know, the big round or the low round as Rory said, as Andy said, is really available. 
Um, it, is there any way the course approximates Thursday tomorrow? No. With all the rain, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's going to be as challenging as it was on, on Thursday. I don't know. How far back are you going? Are you throwing Scheffler and Rose at two under, Rory at one under in uh, challengers, contenders? You have to Andy, think that go? a 65 is out there, right? I mean, I haven't seen it this week. We haven't, but some people have been close. Well, I mean, Kep- Kepka missed, you know, I mean, Kepka missed incredible opportunities on 14 and 16. I know he made a long putt on 17 that kind of, yeah. you know, levels itself out. But, I mean, he was, you know, six, seven feet on 14 and he was like eight or nine feet on 16, you know. My whole thing is Rory's like, Rory's kind of not, he's not playing well. He's not yeah, hitting I- it well. I'm not going to go as far. I'm not going to Rory. I'm sorry. I just don't see 65 in Rory McIlroy right now. I mean, I, I just maybe, he, you know, prove me wrong if you want. I'd love to see it. But I'm going to go to the twos and that's it as far back as I'll go. And I don't want to reiterate I, my point yesterday too much, but he freaking laid up into the water. And that's the difference between him, like ha- like what you just said, having a shot and not having a shot. It is. There's a lot of places that are probably the difference between having a shot. And not that's an shot. inexplicable. No. That's not a bad bounce. That's just a a, a bad decision. Bad decision. That's bad the choice. stuff you can't I, live with. Like execution errors, you can live with. Decision errors are just you know you can't have those in major championships. Um, Scotty, I feel like is the biggest threat. To, to you don't. Uh, you're not on Team Rose. Uh, sure. I, he's not hitting it great no. either. Like he's got, he's like all over the map. And I guess this is a week where you can be all over the map, right? I mean, this is what Joseph Lamagna said and sort of the, the, the equalizer of just having rough and, and fairways that are so thin that, that everybody's, a lot of people are going to miss him, but, uh, he's not hitting it well. I think Shuffler is a prime, prime threat to, um, shoot a 66, shoot a, maybe a 65, Something like that that gets, uh, I don't know, you need help probably from Booksy. I don't know that he's going to give it to you, but he feels like the biggest threat. Uh, Shane, where do you fall on that trio? Like Rory Rose, Scheffler down there. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think I think Scheffler's the best chance at those twos. I mean, it, it's just it, like you look at this leaderboard, and I mean, I know we were saying this last night about Scheffler. I know you guys had mentioned I was listening to you guys this morning, but – you know, it kind of felt like Scheffler yesterday, and it really does feel like Brooks now. Like, I just, if it's not Victor and it's not Corey, I would be shocked if somebody chases him down. Because, you know, you guys were talking, I know, Andy, you were talking about the scoring here, and I hadn't thought about this yet, and I was scrolling down. You guys said, is there a 76 out there? I had to scroll to KH Lee on the leaderboard before I saw a 75. He's in 42nd place. You know, like, that. that's, that's 75. I mean, just those high yeah. scores aren't really available for the people that are playing well. And so, I mean, what's a bad round for Brooks tomorrow? Is it one over? Is it two over? Like, that's, a, I mean, that's really bad for, for hit the way he's playing. That's where I, yeah. I have to, I, I think Rory has a, a very outside chance. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I think like if he can shoot 65 or 66, even 66 has a shot, right? It gives him a chance because you could see Brooks shooting 71 to 72. Um, you could see, I, I, I expect Corey Connors to shoot 70 or higher. Um, and, uh, and then it leaves Victor Hovland. Right. So like, I do think it goes down to Rory. I do. I like, but you know, I feel a lot better about Rory if he was at two under. Sure. 
Sure. It's a good leaderboard. I, I, I don't know that I'm like jazzed about the possibilities for tomorrow. It feels sort of like there's some guardrails up and uh, I don't know. Uh, like I, I'm just, I'm expecting a great champion. I don't know about a great championship, if that makes any kind of sense. Uh, so especially after today, go ahead, Shane. Are you going to jump well, in there? Sorry. Yeah, I, I was I was just saying that there's – okay, I have a comp, a sports comp for Kepka that I wanted to float you guys your way. Right. Is, so for so long, I wasn't a big Roger Federer fan because he just won everything. And it was kind of – you know, it was predictable, right? I mean, I was rooting for Andy Roddick. And then once Federer kind of got to that point where he wasn't winning everything and, there were, and Djokovic was beating him and Nadal was beating him and these guys would beat him in these matches – then all of a sudden you started to root for Roger Federer. And it feels a little bit like that to me, at least with Kepka, where when Kepka was dominating and he was annoying, you know, I mean, he was, he was standoffish and, you know, the, the interviews he'd give and the things he'd say, but, you know, going through that whole Netflix experience, it seemed like he was being relatively honest about how much he missed that feeling of being back in competition and feeling like, you know, I miss out on that. That's the only thing that I really get off on. And to get him back here, it's fun to watch the journey of Brooks Kepka in these major championships because you understand it's the only thing that really gets his heart racing and it makes it more exciting. So maybe the leaderboard isn't the most exciting leaderboard we've had in a major championship, but I think following the Kepka journey is exciting for me like it was when you'd watch late Federer and you know how great he was and you know what he was able to do at one point in his career and you saw him falter a bit. It was a little bit, I think, Andy, you brought up the, the scar tissue with Scotty Scheffler yesterday where – you need a bit of the scar tissue with Scotty Scheffler to make him feel human again because it seemed like when he got himself in contention, he would just go on to win. And for Kepka, we saw the scar tissue. And for him to get back to this, I feel like is thrilling to watch. And I think the final 18 holes will be exciting to watch because if he does, it, it'll be great because now we have one of the all-time great modern players in terms of major championships returning to glory. And if he doesn't do it, you'll understand how much that beats him up to not be able to get it done. And, you know, maybe you get one of these other players winning it, or maybe Rory goes out there and does what Andy had brought up. But there, there's there's that Federer feeling to me with Kepka because I like to see him try to get back to that point again. I like it. I like that comp. I, I'm, I, I think he's a fascinating character study in a way that um, I never really expected, quite honestly, at, at Aaron Hills. And I just, it's like, wow, we got a complete dial tone and but the, the journey since then has been like kind of amazing he's a really compelling figure and, and yeah i mean i agree having him if he wins he's he's the king the king of the modern players he's got the most majors like pretty crazy like you you take phil out of it and it's brooks kepka right like yeah it's, it's um yeah. it'd be pretty yeah. pretty remarkable like and i don't think he gets thought of that way uh enough because he didn't he hasn't won as prolifically around it but man I mean, this setup is just so perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah, it does set up well. All right. I think that does it for uh, this Saturday Who's your night. Guy, you guys Shane. both have Kepka. Yeah. All right. Boring. I'm going Vic. Not exciting. Okay. I like that. I like that. I got to be a All Cisco right. guy, you know? <laughs> Nobody's going Corey? Nobody? Nobody? What's your percentage of Canadian listeners on the pod, do you think? Like what? Do you have the metrics? Five. Four. There's dozens of them, Shane. Know. Just like dozens. Tobias Fuke. Five percent. I was saying five percent, not five in the total. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that does it for uh, this Saturday night. This is a good episode. Good episode. Hey, hey, before, I, before we go, can I ask you one golf question? Yeah. 
What of the top 10 players outside of block would you be most shocked if they won tomorrow? <laughs> Who would shock you the most in the top 10? In the top 10? Including T10? Yeah. Co- no, 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 no. Let's no. We'll, we'll, no. Go, we'll go to T8. We'll go to, we'll go to T8. <laughs> okay, good. Because T10 is all a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> T ten, you want me? No. You don't want me to get Eric? No, Cole I don't want. I don't, um, I don't want those names available to you. Yeah, you're right. Who would right, most so shock me? Eighth or better? What would be the most shocking outcome tomorrow night? You're talking to Andy, and you're talking about this PGA champion. Who's the most shocking of the seven there? I mean, it's Justin Suh, right? A non-block. I think Connors is would really be the most surprising to me among like the yeah non-Suh, non-block <laughs> people. I think mine's uh, Bryson. I think mine is Bryson. Andy, uh, I'm just I'm gonna go Justin Rose. He like, <laughs> I like I think he's played well, but I don't see like a six. I think like he needs a 66. And like, what's the most fairway? Let's see, the most fairways he's hit in a round is five, five fairway. Like we've seen is this, right? we've seen this act from him though. Like he gets in contention at majors, and he's hitting it like complete shit. You know, yeah. and uh, if this, Pebble Beach. yeah, this it feels like that again. And it's like I could see, like this again goes to the point of like the the setup, right? He's hacking it up, he's making pars, like you know, he's he's junk balling it out there. But like, <laughs> like if if you were able to score, I don't know where he would be, right? You know he's he. Hit- He's second. He's second to last in the field of the players that made the cut in fairways. Hit five two five. Yeah, he's hit twelve so of forty two. He's under. He's uh, who's worse? He's just at twenty five percent. Twenty five percent fairway. This is by the way. This is incredible. I mean, again, the the kind of going against the the field in terms of what is successful here. He's sixth in putting, and when you guys have talked about the leaderboard, Block is way up there in putting. Doing great in putting. Well, Block's way up there in putting too. Block's, I think, Block's gonna win. Block's second in putting. I mean, that maybe that could be some of like it, uh, golf is is completely the opposite of what everybody says, and everybody's like, I I, I sent a tweet out there that got just like replied, uh, like every tough guy golfer replied to it, you know, telling me to go cry about about it you know and all of them were like at least three it was about the justin rose ball that like just like oh yeah, landed on yeah, the right yeah. edge of the fairway and kicked into the rough and it's like well what's he supposed to do you know you had a cut into the right edge of the fairway you know how how are you supposed to hit the fairway right so, anyways right. it gets just shot out to the mood by people saying oh go cry like and, and a lot of them were like at least it's not a putting contest and this is like actually kind of a putting contest because like you know it's like everybody's hitting in the rough and then it's like who can hold a par putt you know um i think while we're on rose just quickly you know they did that scatter shot scatter plot of six like and where all the balls had gone did you see that oh, there were some kind of amusing dots like crazy dots way right of the marsh and all this stuff and there was one birdie that didn't get past the forward tees a birdie so it was Rose. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy tweeted the scatter plot, which I was looking at when they broadcast. And, and Ray, Justin Ray, responded with the, the info. It's at the forward tees, hardest hole on the course, six. And he must have hit a tree. I hope he yanked it into the tree and dropped it. The f- he hit it two hundred seventy nine yards to nine feet and made a birdie. Justin Rose might be the shot of the tournament on six. 
He birdied six from 279 yards away. His second shot. Insane. So, anyways, that was Thursday. Well, that's the play. You lay up to 279, and it takes it takes the water out of play. That's, that's what I that's, listen. That's the block plan. That's that's following Block's path is the plan. Um, that's the rose uh, magic. I hope Black shoots 65 tomorrow and wins. If he does, I'm coming back on. I hope. I just. I hope he's in the Masters so we get this Block treatment a second time around. We get Nance and and Trevor just having having to cover every shot of Block. You guys hate all. You guys hate the nice stuff. This is a great story. You guys hate. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Come on. Get into it. I think. I I think one of us hates it on here, and it's not me. No, come on. That's right. Try and throw me under the bus. You got, we're going to cut your wristband off. You're not going to uh, be allowed. I have, I have receipts. I have receipts of who likes it and who doesn't uh, like text. it. I already gave Thirst Bucket of the Week to Josh Allen, so it can't go to Michael Block. Josh Allen's everywhere. Um, <laughs> and Von yeah. Miller. You can't give it to just Josh well, Allen. No, Josh Allen's much more overexposed. Much more. He's everywhere. Somebody t- was texting me from the ground saying he's like the mayor. Hey, what's um, your block yet? What's your score for block tomorrow? What's your over score? under seventy three and a half? What's uh, go over under seventy three and a half? Uh, I'll, I'll go, go under. I think I'll go under that. I yeah, think seventy three is the number. All right, yeah. plus three. That'd be quite the term. Andy, what's the what's the exemption to get back next year? He won't have to go to qualifying top twelve. Twelve. Top, 12? top sure. eight. Top twelve. I'm, a, I'm assuming there's a PJ of America exemption thing in there right well, where if you finish in the top somebody, if they care about this no. why don't they just bring back the low club pro every year like a, if you make the cut that's a great point right one of, that's like how club championships you know when you're the defending club champion you just get the one seed in the match play yeah you should just get if you make the cut and you're a low club pro you're in the next year you're one then there's 19 spots up for grabs unless you're playing on a on a on a uh a, a pga tour sponsored tour then you don't get back <laughs> like <laughs> that's that, I have to throw a caveat in there. Uh, so that's a God. great idea. <laughs> you know the backwards hat stuff didn't bother me until Justin Rose did it. Rose, well, this, he needed. Come, he can't uh, have come his, on, his that's just uh, literally uh, a, uh, a got, function it's, thing. It's, it's a, I understand. I'm kidding. I did, but I was getting there were tweets and texts from old men angry about the hats the wrong way. But um, okay, that does it. We end. We started with block. We ended with block. The high water mark. Of the club pro, I should say the Corbridge Financial Club Pro uh, experience <laughs> at the PGA Championship, like the high water, like in my lifetime, I think following the PGA, this is like the high water mark for the club. Pro. Uh, the, the cor- cor- let me tell you who's happy this week. Corbridge, Corbridge. yeah, <laughs> Corbridge is loving this. <laughs> Corbridge is like, this is the best damn idea. They're selling yes. their champagne. God. I don't even know what it is. I don't know where they're based, but the, the, the CEO is smiling tonight. So, somewhere, somewhere, the Comcast business top ten purchaser is looking on with just it's extreme envy. <laughs> they're exhausted by this. Why did we get this play? Uh, all right, boys. Thank you for having right, me. All right, Shane. You thank you. It's a pleasure. We, it's an honor. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back Sunday to wrap it all up.